Once, not so long ago, people received news from newspapers and devices called radios that progressed from AM to FM, with a person called a disc jockey. Then a small box came into our lives known as the TV that eventually progressed into six stations. Later, we learned six stations wasn't enough when President Reagan was delivering a fireside chat on them all. So cable was born. Social media used to entail neighbors talking over the back fence, ladies gossiping at hair salons, and groups exchanging information at church socials. But a new age is upon us now, and the podcast was born, broadcasting on smartphones, computers, and XM radio. Social media is across multiple platforms with the exchange of information globally at the click of a button, and never before in our history has cross-promoting been made easier. Let us start our cross-promotion segment for Four Guys in a Comic with a special guest bringing you the important news of today. All right, everybody, this is Red, and I have a special guest today I'm bringing to us, uh, Noah from the Quid app. How are you doing today, Noah? Good, how are you? Doing well, thanks. All right, so for those out there that are not familiar with Quid, maybe you can tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So Quid is an app for digital collectibles and digital trading. We have multiple properties and we do trading cards and stickers and other digital goods that users can acquire and trade freely amongst themselves in between channels. So unlike other trading card uh, platforms where you have to go between different apps entirely or different programs, we're all in one package. Yes. And that is one thing that I know myself and a lot of other users do love is that everything is within the one app. Unlike some other companies, which names we won't mention, it's in multiple apps, and it makes cross-trading unsafe, which for Quid, it makes all of these different things safe because it's all within one app. Yes, unlike some of those other apps, which again, we're not gonna we're not gonna mention them by name. But um, there's no way that someone could say, "Oh, I'm this uh, username on another app." It turns out it's another person. Cross trading is uh, something that's really easy to do with us, which I think gives us an advantage. It does. It really does, and it puts you a leg up over all the other competition. Uh, speaking of which, what are some of the other features you feel that give you the home advantage against some of those other trading card apps? Um, I think the biggest one that we have is the Quid keyboard, which currently Quid is only available for iOS uh, with Android coming soon. But we have a keyboard extension that you can install install on iOS, uh, which allows you to use stickers, which is one of our products, um, anywhere that emojis are supported. So within our own app, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, and within most text messaging and social media apps, you can use uh, Quid stickers for Five Nights at Freddy's or DC Comics or even Star Trek. Uh, to select your conversations. Yeah, it's a Star Trek. That's just a, one new one that just came out recently for these stickers. And the stickers are pretty much really fun. Uh, I know I've used them quite a bit myself. Uh, maybe you can go through the process on how a person can go ahead and use the stickers on their uh, iPhone. Sure. So when you download the app, uh, the unlike with some extension, keyboard extensions, it's already set up. You have to go into settings, go into general keyboards, turn the keyboard on, as soon as you have the keyboard on, any stickers you've collected in, oh, and you have to grant the keyboard full access, which just means that we have the ability to write into whatever program you're going to use the keyboard with. Uh, at that point, any stickers you've collected in the app, which you can find in pouches in, I think, every channel now within the app, you can use those stickers just like you would use any other emoji. with the sticker or any other keyboard emoji extension keyboard. Uh, you click the sticker in the keyboard, you paste it into the text field, and it goes right in as soon as you send. Yes, and I'll, I'll be honest, I get so many messages every day asking me, how do these stickers work? I'm like, well, did you ask somebody from Quid? <laughs> I'm just like, no, I thought I'd ask you. So I'm like, I'm glad we put that out there today, Noah, so that way people listening in can understand how to do it properly. <laughs> 
Yes, it is. It is actually one of our most uh, fielded questions, I think, because people are really excited about these stickers. They really do want to use them. We also have those instructions in the app, actually, on the settings page. If you go to the settings page through your profile, if you're on the Quid app, you can get to instructions on how to use your stickers. Okay, Noah. Uh, well, um, continuing on, I do have a few uh, Quid users that have a few questions for you, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. Let's, uh, let's see what we got. Okay, and you probably re- recognize some of these names. Now, for those of you listening that don't know, I go by Tribble on the uh, app, so you may recognize me on there. Now, I have one gentleman, Green Arrow 007. Uh, he's been yes, I do, I do know Green Arrow. Yes. Now, his question to you today was, um, the card count view when you uh, don't own the card. So basically what he's asking is, when you own a card in the app, you can see that your card number, I don't know, 14,306 out of 10,000. But if you don't own the card, you don't get an idea of what the card count is. Is that a feature we can look at getting soon to where we can see the card counts for each uh, item? Yes, we are looking towards getting a more accurate uh, card count built into the app soon. I, uh, I can't give it a direct time on that, but that is something that we're working on. <laughs> oh, great, great. And I know, when it, like you mentioned before, you know, we're only available on iPhone, and you said Android's coming soon. Do we have an idea when we might be seeing that? Uh, again, the best I can say is Android is coming soon. Okay. Uh, it is, they're very, very different operating systems, so it takes a while to build out. Not a problem. Now, Dan Arnold, off of the app, he wanted to ask about second edition cards. Um, is that something we're going to be seeing at all? Yes. Actually, if you look at the Five Nights at Freddy's channel, you can see that very recently, many of the sets over there just ticked out into second edition. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people who are not necessarily familiar with the edition, with how editions work in trading cards, when you... Well, when an entire set is sold out, when every single item in a set is sold out, uh, we can print a second edition. There's going to be more cards usually in the second edition than there were in the first edition, um, which, which again means that it might be easier to collect. Any, but even if you have a mixed set, if you're worried about finishing a set because of that one card you needed sold out completely in the first edition, um, you can complete a set with cards from multiple editions. So... If you're missing that, if, you're, if you had everything but one card and the set sold, and that one card sold out, don't worry. Keep grabbing cards. Uh, you can definitely get it in the second edition. And if you get that card in the second edition, you'll be able to complete the set. Okay, great. So for a good example, probably the most popular card on the app is a ship is a she card. So I think we're down to, what, six of those yes. left? <laughs> so, you know what? I can check for you right now. While we're recording, okay. we have... Oh, just give me a second. There are... Yes, there are six of those cards left in the first edition. All right, so once those six sell out, we can see a second edition of that card, which will then be added into that uh, settings page. Well, you won't see the second edition of that card until the entire set sells ah, out. Ah, okay. All right. So we don't we do not do second edition for individual items. You'll see uh-huh. second edition for the entire set. So in that case, when why they call a ship if she sells out, you won't see the second edition of that card until all of Kirk's Guide to Love sells out. Oh, okay, that's um, good to know. Yes, but those first edition cards are always going to be more valuable than second edition cards, so it's not necessarily a bad idea to keep buying the set. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Finish your sets, guys. All right, so Jaydan, as you probably recognize from the app, he had a couple questions for you. One of them being, will there be any possibility of seeing trading cards for points? Trading cards for points? You mean like allowing users to give coins to another user in exchange for a card? Yes. 
Um, it's a feature that we have it's in the distant future. It's way down the roadmap uh, at this point, but it is something that we're discussing and trying to figure out how to do in the safest and best way for all users. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And finally, he wanted to ask about glowing bananas. When can we start seeing some glowing bananas on the app? Glowing bananas? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I'll back this up a little bit. Okay, so there's a little <laughs> bit of a story behind this. Um, if you've been following the threads lately in the app, uh, I recently posted a, uh, a green apple off of the keyboard. And all of a sudden, people are like, how did you get those fruit stickers? Where are the fruit stickers come from? And all of a sudden, it became a running joke. Well, you missed the pack. You missed the pack. And then we started up a whole glowing banana. Oh, you didn't get the glowing banana. It's the hardest card in the game to get. I traded five ships of she card for a glowing banana. <laughs> and I, we've been going crazy on the thread lines with people asking how to get it, private messages, you name it. So people have been asking now, when is the glowing banana going to come back out? Wow. Uh, so I have to confess that entire thing once that went straight over my head. I had not seen it anywhere in the app. Yeah. Um, feel free to check that one out. It's been a running joke for the la for all day today. Wow. Okay. Well, I will get back. I've been I've been head down working on some new stuff, uh, but I will go. I will. I'll dig around and see if I can find that. Uh, the glowing banana. Yeah, it's it's there somewhere. Yeah. Look it out. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Charlie, nineteen eighty four. She would oh. like to know about search tools. Uh, if it's possible to add into the app a way to a search for cards in a different manner, you can type in a card yes. name. Or you can group it by uh, card types. Has any thoughts been put into maybe uh, doing a different search engine for uh, cards? Oh, definitely. That is uh, searching for the card or the sticker or the item that you want is definitely something that we want to build in. Um, it's something that we are working on and working towards. Uh, but it is again, it's something that's it takes a little while to build up and get into a point where we're comfortable to put it out in front of users because we don't want to put something out there that's only half built. You know? We want to make sure everything is working exactly how we want it. It's for users when it comes out. All right, sounds great. Uh, let's see, Mr. Court, he wanted to ask about what the thing that everybody really wants to know about is future sets. What can we see in the future? Oh, what, can you, what sets are coming in the future? Uh, I think the best thing I can say to that is you're going to find out very, very soon uh, what's coming. Maybe we've got some stuff, uh, got some stuff planned on the horizon. I think people are really going to enjoy it. Oh. But we're always looking to integrate new properties and uh, get some sets out there. It's just it's uh, it's always a matter of time. You know, it takes always a lot of time on the back end to make sure everything is ready and what the fans want to see in a product like this. Now, one of the questions I actually had was the licensing. Now, you guys have uh, Star Trek with uh, CBS, as you guys put in there, and yes. a bunch of stickers with Funko. So, how does that work? How do you get? How were you able to get the licenses for things, and how does that kind of work out? Oh god, those contracts were. Uh, not, I was not involved in the negotiation of those contracts. Uh, in, they, question is, how did we get the licenses for CBS and Funko products? So the best answer that I can give there is that it's it's a lot of hard work, and it's you know we got to you got to talk to someone and convince them that you know that. We can that we can handle it. That we can take this property that people love and people really care about, and no one the, the, the people who hold the licenses, the people who 
create the content in the first place, whether it's the writers at CBS who write the scripts for Star Trek or at Paramount who do the Star Trek movies, or the modelers at Funko who build, who create my emoji and that we are rendering into my emoji emoji. Um, you have to show them that you're able to handle the same love and care and passion that they do. And so that's not an easy process. You no. have to, if you're asking someone to trust you with their with something that they put a lot of effort into. And we put a lot of effort into our cards as well. And we hope that that, you know, that will eventually help us bring in even more properties and even more uh, fun things for users. But it is a, it is a long and difficult uh, and ultimately legal process. Yes, yes. Well, it kind of leads into my next question now. You, you ha- I see the different types of uh, Star Trek cards that we have at now. How does that play with it comes into different TV shows or the comic books or cartoons and other things that may not may be licensed outside? Is everything within the Star Trek name um, up for grabs for Quid? Yes and no. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone who is deep, who is a fan of Star Trek, or at least I hope everyone knows at this point that there everybody is a new TV show. Yeah, everyone should know there's a new TV show coming out uh, in January of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no idea. We know absolutely nothing about this show. We know what is in the news, and that's it. Yeah. Um, same with, I'm sure everyone is, you know, biting their nails about the, the new movie. Yes. Um, and again, we know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. We kind of find out with everyone else and then we make the decision on what to do. And even within the shows that have run, there are certain characters that um, either we don't want to touch because we don't feel comfortable handling the character, we don't think we can do the character justice within our product, or... Um, or safely do it justice, or in some cases, if you know, if the word comes down, hey, you can't do anything with this particular episode or character for any number of reasons. So there are limits to what we can touch, but we have access to almost everything. Oh, that is wonderful because there's such a huge world of Star Trek and so many different avenues that you can take when it comes to the uh, cards and stickers for you. Oh, absolutely, and we try and leverage it as much as we can. We do. We do tend to focus on the shows and movies, things that appeared on screen. Licensed works are a different beast because they're licensed out. So things like the comic books, like the novels uh, for Star Trek, that's a slightly different negotiation process. So that's something that we might be touching in the future, but for now we're we're sort of stepping away from it. So that would basically fall under the DC stuff as well. You have permission for the Funko DC, but different... uh, basically the same scenario when it comes to the DC comics is what, is what I'm gathering. Funko's a little different because it's the licenses with Funko, not the property that Funko then has a secondary, has a license for technically. I think we're technically a secondary okay. license there. I'm not 100% sure of the legal language, so don't. So uh, <laughs> anyone listening, don't, don't necessarily quote me on that, but it's our, our agreement is directly with Funko. Um, and I think the, a great example is with uh, if anyone's a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's, we haven't spoken directly to the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's. We've been speaking with Funko. So there are layers um, that we have to negotiate when we're creating new products along those lines. All right. Well, I do have user Poe McPoe. Uh, he wanted me to ask about forums. Has any thought been given into putting a forum for chatting in there that's outside of the, co- the threads for each post? Yes, this is something. Forums are definitely something we're considering. We're seeing the the community is really vibrant and really, uh, really passionate about Quinn, which is great to see. And we are aware that you know these uh, these newsfeed posts are just not ideal for long term conversations. So forums are something that we've started discussing. 
internally. Um, they are going to come out at some point. Forums on a phone are just a really tough nut to crack. Um, they don't look great. They don't feel great, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to you know in a browser. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be some balancing between us. I mean, I come from before being here. So I worked in more AAA gaming, and so there's like there are models there that I really want to bring into Quid. Things like I don't I'm not sure if you or your if you or your audience is particularly familiar with Blizzard, the gaming company. Yes. Yes, actually, I am. Yes. So their forums are. Have you been on their forums? Have you seen sort of how they do it with yeah. remote? Win? Yeah. So they have like VIP posters, yep. people who are basically mini mods, and um, they have a, a really great avenue for responding directly to user concerns. Um, if you look at, I mean, a great example is actually how they've been handling everything with Overwatch since they launched that game. That's something that I would like really love for us to have when we quit. Right now, it's uh, it's. Very constrained within within the app, and we do want to expand that avenue of communication. Yeah, I could definitely see that uh, formatted into it. That'd be a wonderful feature. All right. Um, other than that, uh, I would have a user Ramada Klan. He wanted me to ask about block user options. If there's be an option coming out where we can block people from setting up trades to us. Yes. So this is something, I mean, trading is a key part of Quick. That's the first thing I want to say, that it is one of the big things that we want to emphasize in Quick is to trade these things between users. However, we also want to make sure that people aren't being harassed, that people are being treated fairly, and that if there's someone who's constantly bothering you, you have the option to say, no, I don't want to engage with this person anymore, because we do also want Quick to be a safe space. We want people to feel comfortable using the app in it and engaging in the community of Quid. So block is something that we are working on. It is not super easy to implement, but it is something that we are working very hard on. We do want to have that out as soon as possible. Oh, wonderful. Now, speaking of features and stuff, I have to uh, say one of the features that I know myself and a lot of people that talk about that really enjoy is the personal approach that you guys do at Quid with the of different uh, forms that you bring out. You have questions, uh, questions with Q, for example, or you might bring out a trivia contest. And, you know, you'll have quid users come out to uh, discuss things or joke around and things like that. It's very friendly. Everybody feels comfortable in this setting. And it's just something that a lot of people really enjoy. And I just want to say kudos on that. Well, thank you. We we work really hard to make sure that it's you know that it's a unique space that each channel has its own atmosphere and its own feeling. Um, we like to think of each each channel as a slightly different party that you might walk into on any given day, uh, and we want to make sure that each one is as fun as possible. So, other than that, you know, we, we definitely need to see Q a little bit more. He's only coming out about once a week. <laughs> Q is well, Q is one of us, so you know, it's a question of. <laughs> It's a question of when Q has time to get into the app. So, okay, I got it. Who is Q? Uh, who is Q? I don't know if I want to reveal that, but she is She is very active in the app. Oh, would that be Margaret? Uh, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that she is Q. All right, okay. All right. I won't push it then. So, you, so we're about, what, about two weeks old now? And I guess you guys have probably seen quite a... A lot of cool things coming up. What are some of the really nice, cool things that you've seen come out of the app with users? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the most incredible thing for me is seeing how people are willing to support and like shepherd in the new users. That's always a risk when you have uh, sort of a 
when you have a community that is sort of built on competition, in this case, the competition of who's going to collect first. Um, and there was a worry that we would have people immediately jumping on new users and seeing them as sort of um, like fresh prey. Yeah. To, it's like, we're going to load them up with bad trades. We're going to steal all the, like, someone grabs, someone grabs why they call a ship a sheep, you know, randomly in a free pack. And then it's, oh, no, we have to get it from them. They don't, they don't deserve that. They haven't been here as long as we have. And we haven't seen that, which is so fantastic. No, it is. And, I, and I, I mean, I can name off the list right now of the people that I've seen that uh, do that uh, in the community to help people out. I mean, KitKat, JDan, a lot of great users that, you know, myself, we go out of our way. Hey, new user. Hey, here's a few, some base cards. Welcome, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's nice to see that community like you're talking about. Yeah. I, I mean, I've worked, in, I've worked on products where community is a value that is spoken about and just it never comes it, it doesn't seem to uh, congeal without tons of people sort of forcing it to happen forcing it to be a positive place and what we're seeing right now is that this is a community that is fostering uh really positive interactions almost across the board yes. and i can definitely say you know as a person who's used a lot of these other trading apps this is the one that really sets it apart. It's that community, that sense of fair play and everybody going above and beyond and helping each other out. So it's really wonderful in that aspect. All right. So the future, what do you think we can see from Quid, you know, down the road? I mean, it's just going to get bigger from here. We're, we're constantly trying to add new content. Each channel is going to start growing. Well, let me rephrase. Channels are going to start growing. We're going to be, you're going to be seeing more channels sooner rather than later. Um, you're going to be seeing some really fun properties pop, uh, popping up sooner rather than later. And uh, we're just really excited. We're in the process of growing to make sure that we can support the growth in users that we're seeing. Um, and I think it's going to be a really exciting adventure for, all, for everyone, both here at Quid and for everyone out there using the app. I think it's going to be really excellent. I couldn't agree more. All right, no. Well, if there's anything else that you'd like to uh, put out to our listeners out there? Oh, uh, I think the, the best thing I can say is you know, from all of us here at Quinn, thank you so much for being with us so far on the beginning of this ride. And it's only going to get better from here on out. We've got so much planned for you, and we're so excited that you're here with us. I couldn't agree more. Well, no, I want to thank you again for your time. It has been wonderful uh, chatting with you and getting some of those answers uh, out there for our listeners. And uh, hopefully... Uh, it could, it's all answered by everybody. And if anybody out there does have any questions, please you know, shoot a message over to, uh, was it quid at support? Is that correct? But support at myquid.com. And within the app, anyone whose username starts with quid. Uh, so I'm quid Noah in the app, quid dash Noah. Uh, you can always reach out to me there. And yeah, you know, it's anytime you, anytime you want to have us back on, please let us know. We're happy to, we're happy to come in and chat. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. We'll definitely have to have you come back once we get some more new channels and new uh, stickers and cards and everything. We can talk about that. Oh, yes. There's more of everything coming. Oh, I'm excited. Can't wait for it. Actually, I have a question for you. What's your favorite set so far? My favorite set is probably... Oh, that's a hard one. I like I like Kirk's set only because it, it has that raw, vintage-ish type of feel to it, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. kind of, it kind of reminds me a little bit more of the 1979 set that came out a little bit. So I, I kind of enjoy it in that aspect. It was a good question. You caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs>
And other than that, um, I do like the uh, Galactic Visionary set as well. The, those seeing those black and white cards as they are. Once again, I like that the old vintage type of feel. I guess. Okay. You know, just, I guess because I'm older and I re- I remember those old cards. <laughs> I remember. I, I actually remember some of the old 1967 black and white cards. <laughs> so. Oh wow! Yeah. We have a uh, we have some people here who worked on the uh, the, uh, the older digital cards like the 1999 digital cards from DS9. I don't know if you ever saw those the um, yeah. like rectangular CDs that you ran. Oh my god! Uh, I forgot about those. Yes. Yes. So some of the people here worked on that original on that set, which I remember looking at it earlier and thinking, you know, if I tried to run this on my computer now, I would probably destroy my computer. Yeah, <laughs> really. That's the thing. But it was. Um, but yeah, we have a. I think you're gonna like really like some of the sets that we have coming up in the next uh, in the next weeks and months. Oh, well, look, really looking forward to them. Can't wait to get them because you know what? I have nothing more to collect. I have everything. Give me something new. <laughs> oh, you got. Don't worry about that. There's new stuff coming. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. We'll make sure that we'll make sure that you know. I can't promise that you're always gonna have something new to collect every day, but yeah. you're gonna have new stuff to collect. It's always coming. Yeah, I mean. Right now, all I'm working on is trying to get a thousand white base cards for each card. That's that's all I have to work on right now. A thousand for each. Well, that's what I'm luck. working on. I don't, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm doing the math right now because there's a hundred thousand. There's a hundred thousand printed of each. Yeah, you can do that. Yes. So yes, <laughs> yes, and there's a, roughly about six thousand of each already distributed. Yeah. No. You, yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine on yes. that. Well, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll put a little post about it. When you get <laughs> there that you go. <laughs> cool. Because that's, I don't know, that sounds even more insane than uh, the guy who had 1,701 NCC 1701s. So, uh, yes, uh, I don't know who that was. I, it was uh, Talbert, but I remember, forget the numbers at the end of his username. Oh, yes, Talbert. Talbert 360. Yes, yes, that is it. Jeez, I think I'm on this way too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably as much as we are at this yeah, point. Yeah, sounds that way. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up from there. Noah, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on. It was great. All right. So that's going to wrap up our special presentation for today. Be sure to check out our other podcast dropped every Saturday. And also don't forget to check us out on Twitter at fourguysinacomic.com as well as Facebook at Four Guys in a Comic. We're also available on Instagram, LinkedIn, and all other social media sites. And don't forget, we do have t-shirts available. Check us out at Four Guys in a Comic. Uh, .com and pick up your shirt today. Excelsior! Excelsior.